Now, today is International Women's Day. The annual event is recognised around the world and brings attention to issues such as gender equality, reproductive rights and violence and abuse against women. And the theme this year for International Women's Day is Embrace Equal- Equity, which draws a distinction between equity and equality. And we're going to have plenty of focus on today's morning focus on International Women's Day throughout the programme, starting by focusing on women in politics. I have been speaking with Grace O'Sullivan, the Green Party MEP for Ireland South, and uh, I began by asking Grace what International Women's Day means to her. For me, the 8th of March, International Women's Day is a really important day uh, to recognise women and the role of women and also to acknowledge that women in terms of equality, that we have uh, still a long way to go. So across Europe, there are more women in lower paid jobs still. There are less women at decision-making positions of power and unfortunately women suffer disproportionately from gender-based violence. So these are areas here in the European um, Parliament that we MEPs, members of the European Parliament, are working on. So we've come away in terms of women's rights, particularly in Ireland we've seen you know, over the last few decades, uh, you know, uh, great achievements in terms of divorce referendum, gay marriage, uh, the people's rights for women. We've seen women at the forefront leading, um, like Catherine Corliss in terms of the June baby, in terms of the check. So we're coming some ways, but we still have a long way to go. You mentioned, you know, there's not enough women in uh, positions of uh, power in terms of decision making. What do you think are the greatest obstacles that women are facing in trying to enter the world of politics right now? Well, I'd say, Alan, it has been traditionally uh, male dominated. And, um, you know, one of the barriers is for women to to recognise that there is a place for them uh, at the table in a a democracy. And so we need more support to, to help uh, women to enter into positions uh, of, of, of society, like council. Um, I know in Clare, there's only four female councillors out of 28 uh, currently. So we need to uh, see uh, a lot more support to enter into, into politics. Uh, singles uh, in the, like in Ireland, in terms of gender representation, in the national parliament, in the Oireachtas, you know, in the last election, we only saw 36 women elected out of 160 TDs. So the things, I suppose, are things like, um, you know, how, how are we going to manage, um, you know, in terms of the household? How are you going to manage in terms of time? Um, how are you going to deal with the culture of politics and we see that every day we see it on social media where women are being you know harassed and through hate they support women in positions of power so that we have better uh, childcare um, uh, facilities we have within the workplace there's so many things that could be done so we need to kind of take it apart piece by piece every obstacle that's stopping a woman from getting that overcome those obstacles because, you know, we know that women are really important when it comes to policy making, particularly around women's issues. So no one knows a woman's issue better than a woman, you know. So sometimes, you know, it's a bit of a cringe when we see 
that the majority of, of councillors or uh, TDs are, are male and they're the ones who are criticising and, and uh, coming up with the legislation for women's rights. It just gets cuts into the craw of women, you know. So if we have women at the table, then we will have uh, more equality. One of the methods that has been proposed to try and redress the, the balance somewhat, Grace, has been gender quotas. Is that something you agree with or think is not the right way to go? Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, incredibly um, important. Actually, with the TD uh, Greenpeace, Mary White, who introduced uh, the um, gender quotas. I suppose, uh, you know, there's different views on it. My own view is because we're still at the lower end um, in terms of um, numbers, that the quota gives us the opportunity to, to bring up the numbers. So we've had, like in the last election, we saw that the election uh, quota was 30%. So now in the next election, it will be 40% of candidates will be from either gender. Like I said, it's a mechanism, it's a way of trying to get more women elected. So I, th- I think it's a good thing. Um, I know there's uh, Women for Election in Ireland and there's other support groups uh, who are helping uh, women. But we, we need even more support than what we're seeing at the moment because there is like a, a big discrepancy in terms of the number of women sitting around the table of the Oireachtas or sitting around the local council table. And I think it's really important. And in terms of Clare, there's only uh, four women out of the 28 councillors. So it would be great if, if uh, Clare Council would look at why this is happening and how they could increase uh, fem- female numbers uh, at the, the next council uh, local elections in May 2024. Uh, Roshi Nigarvi is uh, your senator from Clare. And um, I know uh, anyone who knows uh, Roisin, I mean, she's as feisty as they come and she works extremely hard uh, for, for all policy areas, but particularly for women as well and for Clare. So, you know, I, I would like to see more of the Roisin Garvey's in Clare around the, the council table and in government uh, on the national level. Again, it's basic, it's gender equality. You know, there's more than 50% women uh, in our population, what would we have a gender fairness and gender equality at the table? You know, it's 2023, we're moving forward and we need to have real equality at the table, uh, a good diversity of mix so that everyone is represented when it comes to the, the regulations and the, the guidelines and the legislation. So here in Europe, we talk all the time in all policy areas, be it climate change, be it um, environment, be it social justice, we talk all the time about gender mainstreaming. So whatever legislation is coming through, particularly the Greens, we push and push and push for fairness and gender equality. And that was Grace O'Sullivan, the Green Party MEP for Ireland South, who I spoke with earlier. And we are joined by another Ireland South MEP. That's the uh, Fine Gael MEP for Ireland South, Deirdre Clune. Deirdre, good morning to you. Hi, good morning, Alan. Uh, thanks for, ta- for taking the time to join us. What do you feel are the greatest hurdles for women in terms of uh, trying to enter the world of politics? Um. Well, I suppose first of all, to see if the woman, if the woman wants to enter or wants to get involved in their in their community, I would say, probably the greatest hurdle are our lack of knowledge and how to do it. If you if you decide you want to become uh, politically active, 
Um, and how would you go about that? Do you join a political party? Do you want to get in, um, work with an individual, an independent, or be an independent yourself? I think um, the lack of lack of knowledge is probably the first thing. But then we do know that there's been a lot of research done in the whole, and it's, it's, it's the cash, it's the childcare issue, as, as um, Grace has said, it's culture. Uh, uh, confidence, I think, would be something as well. Um, that women don't find it that easy or don't feel well to say, might say, well, that's not for me. Um, but in fact, it is, and it can be. And um, just, uh, the, 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 the whole, um, just the whole candidate selection was a barrier, but the quotas that are now in place ensure that that, that, has, that has overcome the next general election. 40% of the candidates that a political party um, proposes to the electorate will have to be uh, female or one gender, uh, male or female. So that will overcome that that access to getting on the ticket, as we say. And um, as I think, I'd say for the next uh, local elections, uh, all parties, I know my own party, Fine Gael, we're certainly looking at um, boosting the number of Fine Gael, of, sorry, of, of female candidates that we do have in the local elections, because that's, from my experience in politics, and I would always say, um, you know, if you think you want to get get involved in politics, uh, start locally, because that is the most most important area of you develop um, confidence in that area. You can contribute to your own local community if you feel there's an issue or if you just want to get involved in leading and having your your voice and representing the voice of your community at local authority level. Um, uh, Certainly local... Being involved locally uh, gives great confidence and, and it's a very, very positive uh, experience in, in my view. And not everybody may want to go on to national politics or European politics. People are, I mean, going local local politics is, 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 is extremely important. And I would say to anybody, if you have any inkling or interest in politics, uh, look at local politics, look at the elections next year. And not necessarily, not everybody is for being um, an elected representative. When you talk about women in politics, we need women in the political parties as well. We need women involved with the um, with candidates that may be independent. We need all that type, that, that interest in the, par- the political parties because that then will feed to the representatives, whether it be male or female. But to have female voices involved is really... It's important because, not because they have anything better to say, in, but they have a different insight, a different perspective, and we need that in our representation. I just wonder, dear, uh, dear though, uh, about whether one of the big stumbling blocks or obstacles is abuse. Um, we did speak recently about that meeting that uh, female Oireachtas members had with uh, the Cancorla Sean O'Farrell over mm. Uh, the issue of the facilitation of the spread of intimidation or harassment and hate by social media companies and they spoke about the abuse they've received both online and in person. Obviously it happens to males as well but to, to, to a greater extent to females. How big a part do you feel that uh, is playing in putting women off or preventing them from getting involved in politics and have you yourself been on the receiving end of that at times? Yeah, I would say you're right. It is. It is does play a part. There's a lot of uh, media focus on this at the moment, and women are speaking up. But you will see that nobody. I don't. I don't see any woman saying or male saying that they're leaving because of of the abuse they had online. I mean, it's 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 a very difficult situation. But you can deal with it. You can block people. Um, you can report it. And um, as Jennifer Karen McLean did some, and she she was successful. Now that can't have been very easy for her. So um, it is a factor. It is absolutely a factor. But 
people uh, need to be, be sure that they'll have support around that and that you can deal with it. It's been, I know the Oireachtas have reached out, the Gardaí as well have reached out to us to say how to, um, you know, like guidelines and and how to behave, but just to being pragmatic and being practical and recognising that you shouldn't meet people on your own or that you should uh, meet them for a coffee somewhere in a public place if they want to meet you or, um, you know, just being being careful uh, as one would. So, I, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, with support, people can not overcome it, but can learn to live with that or to deal with, with that type of abuse. Now, it's not acceptable at all, but level of abuse isn't acceptable it needs to be stamped out the social media companies can play a role and indeed society can play a role as well when um it's when it's in person when that type of abuse is in person it's not it's not acceptable and i hope it wouldn't be a, an obstacle just before sorry just across you just before i, I let yeah, you go Deirdre, i did ask grace about gender quotas uh, whether she agreed with it or not and i think she felt it was necessary to to, to, to just boost the percentages or, you know, as a, as a kind of a Lego pro want of a better phrase and then go from there. W- w- would you be of a similar mind? Yeah, I think gender quotas are, are, are very important. We really need to tip the balance, uh, not in favour of it, but tip the balance so we can get to that 30% representation all the time. And um, it, it wasn't happening without the gender quotas. So I think the, the quotas that are in place now um, are working. They're ensuring that the political parties really do uh, address the, their candidate selection and, 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 and put more women forward for election and that's really really important. Now I know Sweden has this experience for many years with quotas and they got to the point then where they didn't need them. Now that would be nice to see that whenever that we do that it becomes the norm that we've so many women involved in politics women and men that we don't need the quotas or maybe mm. we might even reverse the situation with women but I do think they're, they're necessary at the moment and um, 40% is a very high target for the next general election, whenever that okay. will be. Okay, we'll see if that happens. But for, we do have to leave it there. Deirdre, thanks for joining us on the show. That's uh, Deirdre Clune, the Fine Gael MEP for Ireland South. It